Um, we then move into building type itself, which is kind of uh, going back to the urban grain. It's actually consideration of the relationship of the building type uh, and the plan and section of the building in relation to that plot. So it's thinking about floor plates, floor heights, ground conditions. But also um, we talked about um, another thing that kept on coming up on the, on the cool wall was uh, sort of definition of public and private space. Uh, the boundary, and a couple of you mentioned sort of boundary conditions of the site. And again, this is an aspect of typology, you know, the relationship of a building type to its street. Does it have a defensible space or a front garden or is it back of pavement? And if so, how does it deal with privacy? Um, they're all sort of tied, you know, good design isn't just about plonking houses down, it's about thinking about the, the threshold uh, in front or behind a house. So in this example, this is like the muse that I showed earlier as a, as a footprint here. Um, we've got one typology onto the principal road, which is your apartment, and then you've got a different typology onto the Muse Street. So again, it's relative to the scale of a street. So if you, if you have a hierarchy of roads, you would expect a hierarchy of building types to go with it. Because as your streets get wider, you naturally want your t buildings to get taller to kind of feel in proportion. And as they get more intimate, likewise, you start compressing the building type. So building type goes hand in hand with our urban structure uh, and our urban grain.